said about Zacharias and his wife that they were righteous and that they had kept the commandments of the Lord and that they fulfilled them and the scripture said that they had no children no son and the angel came into Zacharias and began to tell him that he was going to have a child his wife was going to have a child and the scripture says that she was well in age and he began to be a little doubtful if you will of here 
all this while this is something they had prayed about and this is something they had wanted and this is something that they had been looking for and here God is getting ready to provide this prayer that they have been praying for many years now and now he's a little took back if you will and unsure of how to handle the situation and and he began to ask the, the angel guess how is this going to happen and the angel spoke to him and he said well he said because the Lord said it's going to happen and he said, because you have doubted this word, you're not going to be able to speak until these things be fulfilled. Because you have not, you know, here you are wanting this. Here you are asking for this. And here God's getting ready to pour it out in your life. Amen. Sometimes I think that we need to pay attention to what God's doing. Sometimes I think that we kind of settle for situations the way that they are and we feel that's just the way it's going to be. But see, that's not the God that we serve. And He hears our prayer. He hears our cry. And He answers every single time here. Amen. You may be seated and sometimes you pray for something and you are so uh, involved in it and you, you want it so bad and then God begins to try to work it out in your life and you don't have the faith and the belief in what He is trying to do. You've got to understand you don't know how God's going to work it out but you've got one thing on your side and that is God is going to work it out. So that means when God starts opening doors that you just keep on praising Him. When, you, when things start turning around that you're not sure that you just keep on giving him thanks I know of a few individuals in the scripture some of them were named Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and see they had made their mind up saying I know that God's not going to fail us I know that he is going to come through for us because that's what he said he's going to do and I want you to know they did not care about if they were going to die or not they knew in their heart they were doing what was right Amen. They understood just like Zacharias here. He is just continuing diligently, continuing here in the promise and, and what God has shown him to do. And he's not letting up because it's not coming about the way he wants it. He's not stopping his service because things aren't turning out his way, but rather he just keeps on keeping on. He just keeps on doing that which God has shown him to do here. But the difference with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was that says it doesn't matter. If it takes our life, then that's what it's going to take. But we're going to go ahead and we're not going to bow down. We're not going to change what the, thus saith the Lord is. We're not going to allow circumstances to pressure us into changing the way that we do things. But we're going to go ahead and jump on in this fire. We're going to go ahead and jump on in the situation here. And we're going to know all the while, whether we live or we die, we've got the victory. We've got the understanding. But for them in their situation, here they step on in there and they don't know what's going to happen. But God already knew what was going to happen and He blessed them. He brought them through. He made them to stand strong. He made them to be able to say, hey, I'm glad that I held on to my promise. I'm glad that I stayed true here to what God gave me. Amen. 
Yeah, it didn't look so good before they got in that fire, but once they got in there, they understood, hey, God's got our back. God sees right where we're at. And sometimes you feel, oh, this is just the way it is. I have to settle for this. This is just the way it's going to happen. But the Scripture says that all things are possible through Him. And that means that whatever you're going through, whatever's happening, whatever's coming against you, God has got the answer. He's got the way of escape. He's got everything lined out just right here. But that means I'm staying right here. And the scripture says, in everything, you give thanks. And that means right now, I'm giving thanks. No matter what it is, I'm giving thanks. Because I know God has set all under control. I know God's got everything right where it needs to be. Amen. And I'm not going to be unthankful one bit for what God's doing. Amen. You just keep on holding on to what God's given you. You keep on being thankful for the salvation experience that God has provided you. And you understand that in salvation there is no other need that you have in this world. When you get baptized in Jesus' name and He fills you with His Holy Ghost and, and then, then you repent of your sins, guess what? You're ready to go. You're ready to stand in His presence. That means you have no more worries. You have no more need of anything else here. That's when we go to we're thinking about these things. We're thinking about these good things that God's doing in our life. I'm staying focused on these good things. I'm staying excited about these good things. God's opening doors and I'm excited about it. And yeah, the devil keeps trying to put things in there too. But guess what? I ain't worried about what the devil's trying to do. I ain't worried about the doubt he's trying to bring because I know that God's got my back. I know that God's looking out for me. And I know there's no weapon that's formed against me that's going to prosper. But I'm going to continue to stand in faith here in what God has blessed us with tonight. Let's worship him right now and thank him for everything he's doing. Lord. It's my shepherd, he's my father. I don't have to want for anything. He's my father, great provider, and I don't have to want for anything. Oh, I don't have to want for anything. Oh, I don't have to want for him, the Lord. It's my shepherd, he's my father, and I don't have to want for anything. He's my father, great provider, and I don't have to want for anything. Oh, I don't have to want for anything. Oh, I don't have to want for him. The Lord is my shepherd, he's my father, and I don't have to want for anything. He's my father, great provider, and I don't have to want for anything. I don't have to want for anything. Oh, he makes me lie down peacefully in beautiful green pastures. He restores my soul and leads me beside the quiet waters. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all of my days. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I pray. The Lord is my shepherd. He's my father. And I don't have to want for anything. He's my father. Great provider. And I don't have to want for anything. Oh, I don't have to want for anything. 
of death, I know you're there with me. You prepare a table of abundance in the presence of my enemies. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all of my days. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I praise the Lord. It's my shepherd. He's my father. And I don't have to want for anything. He's my father. Great provider. And I don't have to want for anything. Oh, I don't have to want for anything. Oh, I don't have to want for anything. I don't have to want. I never have to want. I don't have to want for anything. I don't have to want. I never have to want. I don't have to want for anything. I don't have to want. I never have to want. I don't have to want for anything. I don't have to want, I never have to want, I don't have to want for anything. I don't have to want, I never have to want, I don't have to want for anything. I don't have to want, I never have to want, I don't have to want for anything. I don't have to want, I never have to want, I don't have to want. church 
when you come to church and you get the Holy Ghost, that at that end, that end, that end, the the end of the race is is the street of gold. It's eternity with the Lord. It's not, you know, you don't get first, second, third. You get, it's this this eternity. It's this one thing. And it's the crown. And I thank the Lord that I don't waste my time doing athletic stuff. I don't waste my time with the world's, you know, what they have, you know, what their main event is. And their, you know, their, everything, every time there's something new every week. And I, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, I come to church, and that's the only thing I look forward to. I thank the Lord, and I just want to keep praising the Lord. And everybody say, God bless the offering. In Jesus' name.
Come on, let's bless the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus, you are great and mighty. Lord, we praise you, Jesus. We lift you up tonight, dear God. We exalt your holy name, dear Lord. Lord, let your Holy Ghost have its way in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls, dear God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, I invite you to turn with me to the book of Acts, chapter 16. Book of Acts, chapter 16, and beginning at verse 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, prison, awakened out of sleep, out of his sleep, and seeing the prisoners' doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out, of, out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Quickly turn with me to the book of Psalms. Chapter 34. <clears throat> Beginning at verse 1, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I like to preach on praising the Lord. Don't pass your circumstance. You can be seated. It is the trick of the enemy to cause us to, to limit our praise. When we're going through trials, when we're going through situations, it is his trick to try to get us to keep that praise closed up as we, uh, as we focus on the problem, we focus on the situation, and we begin to let that take all of our time and our effort. The Bible talks about here in the book of Acts, it talks about Paul and Silas, how that these men had been beaten, they had been thrown in prison for preaching the name of Jesus. And the Bible says that when they got into that jail cell, that you don't read that Paul and Silas in the midst of their situation, in this was a situation that any one of us would have threw the towel in and would have gave up on. But these men said, we're not going to let our circumstances, we're not going to let this situation cause us to stop doing what we know works, what we know is right. And the Bible says that at midnight, which that is very 
figurative as the darkest hour. The Bible says that they begin to pray and they begin to sing praises unto the Lord. No matter how dark that situation looked, it didn't stop those men from praising God. It didn't stop them from calling upon the name of the Lord. It didn't stop them from doing what they had been doing because they knew that this was the way. They knew that God would meet them right where they were. And the Bible says when they did this, there was an earthquake, that the place was shaken, that the, the, the chains fell off them, and not only did it fall off them, but it fell off the prisoners. And they were set free. Those chains fell off them because they were determined to praise God no matter what was going on in their lives. I know tonight there are many things that are facing each and every one of us. Living in this world, we're going to have problems. We're going to have trials. We're going to have things that come against us. And I don't know what your problem is tonight, but I tell you that it's not greater and it doesn't take place of who God is and how great he is. And it shouldn't stop you from coming in here and blessing his name past your circumstances, past what you're dealing with, past what you're going through. Because he deserves it tonight. He deserves it tonight. You can be seated. The psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That means no matter what's going on, I'm going to have a praise for the Lord in my mouth. Come on, the bank account could have ran dry. I'm still going to praise the Lord. Come on, food may not be on the table, but I'm still going to praise God. The devil may be throwing everything in hell at me, but I'm still going to praise God because he is worthy. He deserves it. Come on, that's what we were created for. We was created to praise God. The voice that you have, it wasn't created for you to backbite against your brother and sister. It wasn't created for you to complain against one another. But it was created so that you were magnified and lift up and glorify the name of the Lord. That's why you have that voice that you have. It's to magnify the name of Jesus. To give him praise at all times. You can be seated. I won't allow the devil to, to cheat, to, to calm me out of my joy tonight. I won't let him uh, steal, steal the opportunity that I have to get peace here tonight. But the only way that you're going to get it is if you come in here and you lift up the name of the Lord and you give him the praise that he deserves. Come on. Stop magnifying the devil and begin to magnify Jesus. Come on, get past your problems. Get past your situation. And realize that you're in the midst of your heavenly father here tonight. That is saying, come unto me all you that are labor and that I'll give you rest. You can be seated tonight. truth of the matter is, is that the devil would love to cause us to be quiet when it comes to praising God. And in return, he wants us to begin to, to begin to complain 
about how everything is going wrong, to complain how bad everything is, and in doing that, you're magnifying him, in doing that, you're giving him the glory. But I'm not going to give him the glory tonight. I'm not going to give him praise tonight. The world is doing that on their own tonight. They're out there praising the devil, but I've come to the house of the Lord to magnify and praise my heavenly father and give him everything that I have with all my heart, mind, and soul, with everything that is in me. Come on, when you was on your job today, you gave it everything that you had. Well, this is well greater than your job here tonight, what we're doing. I've come to magnify the Lord like it's my very last time, like I'm not promised tomorrow. I've come to give him the praise that he deserves. Come on, I didn't come to give him some half-hearted worship, some half-hearted praise. I've come to give it all to him. You can be seated tonight. I think sometimes we forget the price that he paid for us. I think just sometimes we, we get so caught up in this life and how bad uh, the, the economy is and how bad the, the prices in the stores done went up. And we get so focused on that and we forget that he gave it all. Come on, he didn't shortchange us one bit. He gave it all. He hung on that cross until the job was finished. Come on, I come to give him my all tonight. Come on, he's provided us a way out. He's provided us eternal life tonight. So in return, I've come to let him know that I'm thankful, that I'm grateful, that I lift him up. I give him the glory tonight. Come on, where would we be tonight if he hadn't paid that price? Where would you be tonight if he hadn't died for you? You can be seated. I know the path that I was on. I know where I was headed. And I know that he stepped in right on, right on time. And he offered, he provided a way of escape. He, he provided something that was going to help me to overcome this world. I don't want to take a granted, take that for granted tonight. I don't want to take the opportunity that we have here for granted because I've come to magnify the name of the Lord. We've come, that's what we're here tonight for. We've come to praise the name of our Heavenly Father. We've come to give Him the glory that He deserves. The Bible talks about that how that Jesus entered into a certain city and they begin to begin the same praises unto him. And there were those that were around that were saying, you know, quiet down. Tell them to quiet down. And Jesus told them that if these hold their peace, that the very stones would cry out. Come on, I want to tell you tonight that creation knows that how to praise God. And I'm not going to let a stone take my place tonight. But I'm going to magnify the name of the Lord. Come on, I don't care who's in front of me. I don't care who's on the side of me. I don't care who's on the back of me. I've come to get a touch of the Holy Ghost. I've come to lift up his name tonight. You can be seated. The psalmist said, I will praise thee with my whole heart. It is important 
we understand that we got it. we're not going to get anything from him. We're not going to get a move of the Holy Ghost if our hearts are not in it, if we're not giving it all to him. Be not deceived. The Lord wants to move mightily in this place. I'm telling you, he wants to pour out his spirit in this place. And I don't just casually say that tonight. God wants to move in here tonight. Amen. Jesus said that he talked about a certain group of people, how that they, they draw close to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. I don't want that to be said about me tonight, but I want it to be where it needs to be tonight, and I want to be focused on what I need to be focused on tonight. This short amount of time that we have, it's not much, so I want to make the best of it. I want to make the best of it, and I want to come in here, and I want to lift him up in spirit and in truth tonight. Come on, I didn't come to go through the midweek motions that we go through sometimes, but I've come to get a touch of the Holy Ghost. You can be seated tonight. It is important that we praise him at all times. At all times. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care if you're in the valley, and I don't care if you're on the mountaintop. We still got to give him the praise. We still got to give him the glory. This is the only way that we're going to overcome is if we praise his name. We're not going to make it if we're not magnifying the name of Jesus. We're not going to stay filled with the Holy Ghost and be able to overcome this world if we're not magnifying him and we're not glorifying him tonight. I want to give him what he deserves tonight. Tonight, we should be in here getting power, strength that we need to make it when we walk out of these doors. That's the only way that we're going to make it is by the power of the Holy Ghost. You're not going to make it with your self-will. We're not going to make it with positive thinking, but we're going to make it by the power of the Holy Ghost. These men, they cried out to the Lord. They began to pray. They begin to sing praises. And I believe because those prisoners heard them that they begin to sing praises as well. And in return, their chains fell off as well. Come on. There are people that need the Holy Ghost here tonight. And you know how to praise God. We showed them how to call upon the name of the Lord. We showed them how to have a move of the Holy Ghost in their lives. Come on, I've come to pray. i come to magnify him tonight. Come on. It may be going bad, but guess what? He's still on the throne. Come on. You may not have much, but guess what? As long as he's in your corner, you got everything that you need. You can be seated tonight. Bible says in the book of Psalm it says that praise awaiteth thee in Zion there are supposed to be a praise amongst God's people we're supposed to be in here and we're supposed to be calling upon the name of the Lord that's what's going to cause him to come down and dwell with us that's what's going to cause him to come in here and touch the need that you have in your life here tonight we can't afford to walk out of here the same way that we came in. I know that there are situations that I'm facing. There are stresses. 
that are in my life that I'm facing, and I know that I need God. I know that I need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. Come on, you can't go off of what you got last week. You can't go off of what you got last month. Some people are trying to make it off of what they got last year. Come on, I encourage you to come in here and get a fresh touch, to be renewed, to be strengthened, to be revived, to be recharged by the power of the Holy Ghost. You can be seated tonight. I won't let my situations, I won't let those, those things that are coming against me to cause me to lose my praise. If you stop praising God, the devil has you right where he wants you. He has you right where he wants you. He doesn't care that you come to the house of the Lord. All he wants is that you don't do nothing when you get there. He wants you to sit there and be quiet. He wants you to fold your hands and let the words go in one ear and go out the other and walk out dealing with the same thing that you came in dealing with. He wants to rob you of the opportunity that you have here tonight. You have an opportunity to be filled with God's Spirit or refilled with His Spirit. Come on, that is not something lightly here tonight, but that is something great. That is something wonderful. Guess what? This world is running to and fro, looking for peace, looking for joy, looking for satisfaction, and you got what they're looking for. They don't even know it, but what they're looking for is the Holy Ghost. Come on. They're looking for love. The Bible says that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Come on, you don't get it without the Holy Ghost. You don't get joy without the Holy Ghost. You don't get peace without the Holy Ghost. Oh, I come to worship him tonight. Come on, I come to worship him tonight. I come to let him know that he is great and greatly to be praised. I come to let him know. Come on, somebody, lift up your hands. Open up your mouths and cry out to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we glorify your holy name. You are mighty. Come on, your peace is here. Your joy is here. Your happiness is here. Your renewing of the Holy Ghost is here. Your fresh touch is here. Come on, it's right at your fingertips. Grab hold of it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, these altars, these altars are open tonight. Come on, somebody. Come on down here and grab hold of the Lord tonight. Come on, come on down here and call upon the name of the Lord tonight. In Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus, the Holy Ghost is here tonight. Come on, lift up your hearts with your hands. Magnify the name of Jesus. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will sing. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my 
Magnify, it's all the King of Kings. 